to How Do We Human? That's the podcast where we overanalyze all the weird and uncomfortable micro moments in life. I'm one of your hosts, Evan Cox. And I'm one of your hosts, Chris Binning. Uh, today, we're also very excited. We have sitting with us, uh, you've seen him, you've heard him, you love him. <laughs> it's uh, Will Hines. Greetings. <laughs> Thank Hello. you so much for joining us. My pleasure. Uh, and today, we're going to be talking about podcasting. Yes. <laughs> we're podcasting about podcasting. Maybe, Super meta. Maybe too meta. But uh, hey, we'll find out. We'll find out. <laughs> Let us know. Leave us a comment. Uh, but first, before we get going, uh, Chris, I got to know, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing okay. I had uh, an interaction at work uh, with a customer, uh, and it's a very like quick interaction, but it raised a question that I want to then uh, raise to the both of Wait. you. Okay. <laughs> uh, this uh, customer... Uh, was uh it was right at the end of the night and they they walked up to me and they said uh as they were leaving they said happy new year this was maybe a week and a half ago it's like right at the end of february (laughs) right (laughs) how late in the year is it okay to still say happy new year to somebody not not now that's (laughs) right yeah (laughs) i mean the absolute latest would be January 30th. That's yeah. that's what I thought, too. 30, whatever, the last day of January yeah, is the last first. defensible day. Right. But even that's too late. Yeah. yeah. January 2nd's fine. <laughs> right, sure. <laughs> I might stop after that. I think the first... I Okay, I have an, I have an answer. Great. I feel like the second Monday of January, it's over. Yeah, yeah. Like, I like you, that. Because the New Year's happens and you're all on vacation. You come back to work... And you're saying Happy New Year to everybody. Then another weekend goes by. It's done. Yeah. You hit that second Monday, it's over. That's what I feel like. So that, or also, here's my idea. I'm pitching and you, you get to decide <laughs> what decide. we're rolling with. Know, let me write them down. Now. Uh, because it has to be within the month of January. The first time you see any given person oh, yes, within that's, the month of January. That's right. That's fine. I think that's true. Okay. okay. But if you don't see anyone in someone in that month and you see them in February, it's too okay. late. Yeah, Sorry. you missed your chance. I think, I okay. think you're right. <laughs> yeah, because you, if you see somebody for the first time on January 20th that you know, yeah. hey, Happy New Year, by the way. Yeah, that doesn't feel weird. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah, all right. I, I, I agree I'll with Evan's that. code. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> good, good, good. You can pass that along. Mystery to solved. <laughs> Uh, well, how are you doing? Pretty good. I had one. Um, I texted a friend, a friend of mine, and I live in the same neighborhood, and we'll sometimes meet for coffee, and the way it goes is one of us will text the other one, like, hey, you want to grab a coffee right now? And, and the other person will say, like, yes or no. And a couple of weeks ago, he texted me, and I wasn't in the neighborhood. I was, um, I was doing stand-up comedy at an open mic. Hey. And so I was kind of sitting there, and I was trying not to check my phone. I saw his message come in. And I weirdly was like, I don't even want to type. I don't want to. It was a type of, there was only 10 of us in the room. And I was like, I don't want to be on my phone. I'll wait. (laughs) Then I forgot about it. Didn't answer at all. Then I saw the next day that I didn't answer it. Still didn't answer it. Then a week (laughs) later, I needed a favor from him. And I texted him, hey, could you help me record a thing? He didn't answer. And I'm like, (laughs) no, it's a thing. "Uh Uh-oh, what's, have I ruined this friendship? (laughs) Then he did answer. He's like, oh, I can't. I'm busy. But it was pretty terse. And I'm Oof. like, is he mad or is it just texting? Is he just short because it's over a text that he's, you know, it's there's no tone. You know, it's hard right. to tell. So then I asked him for coffee. He didn't answer. And the next morning he typed no. 
Oh, Ooh. no. Is my friendship over with this guy? <laughs> oh, no. Ooh. Because it also yeah. could just, oh. he also could be making a joke. Right. Right. That, no, that late no could be like making fun of me for not answering the last time. It could be that he legit just didn't answer. He realized that we've both done it to each other. So he, he he's very dry. It could, yeah. it could just be a joke. That's a tough it's, one. As an outside observer, I think it's a joke, but if I was in your <laughs> shoes, I would 100% think the friendship is over. <laughs> or not over, but like, is he, ir- is he irritated? Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't want to irritate anybody. No. That's not a good feeling. <laughs> and it's tough, because then, you, like, the next step is either he says, ah, <laughs> gotcha, or you have to have, like, a serious moment with Here's them. another wrinkle. Here's another wrinkle. Okay. Great. Previous to this whole interaction, like a couple months ago, uh, he asked me to do something. It was a podcast-related thing, I think. He was like, will you... Or do you want to come see a movie with us or something? And I joke answered, no, I'm done with you people. Get out of my life. (laughs) And he didn't answer. And then the next morning I said, I was kidding, by the way. And then he answered that. It's like, Jesus, Will, I know. <laughs> All right. So I have a habit of like overthinking this person's responses, uh-huh. clarifying, and then being sort of made fun of for it. Oh, so yeah. I don't want to just text, are you mad? Right. Yeah, that puts you in a weird spot Because then you might be like, no, nerd. <laughs> Damn it. What are you even talking about? All right. I think you're good then. I, I, that sounds like you're in the clear. Yeah. That uh, makes you think I I'm think in the clear? So. I, I think, think so. so. But because of this history we have together, yeah. yeah. But I would be thinking I think the it's exact over. same thing, yeah. If totally, I were in your shoes. <laughs> Next time I see him in person, I basically resolve that I cannot say anything over text because I've been admonished. <laughs> so I have to wait till I see him in person and just see, see what the deal is, yeah. Sense yeah. the vibe, get, get and possibly vibe. never refer to this to him ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I've had those happen, yeah. It's like, all right, this is a that, this is a moment in our friendship that will never be addressed, <laughs> yeah. So that's mine. Uh, Evan, how you doing? Oh, me. Uh, yeah, I've, I've also got a story ex- that's not a face-to-face interaction, but also not with someone I know. This is a stranger. Oh, okay. I get anxious around strangers. Yeah. <laughs> but, so are, are you both familiar with track phones? No. Uh, yes. Track phones are basically a phone you can buy that doesn't have a plan with it. You just buy, put minutes on it, and you can make calls. Okay. Um. Having worked at Walgreens and having sold them, I know you get the impression very quickly, oh, drug dealers buy these phones. Okay. As like burner phones, like on the wire. Uh, Yes. So I got an email a while ago, uh, like maybe a month ago from TrackPhone, maybe two months, and it said, your account's been set up. I don't have an account. And I looked at it, and I don't know what this is. And it started, I started thinking about that, like, oh, shoot, drug deal. Did I get hacked? Yeah. Did someone take my information? So I'm checking my bank account. Nothing is gone. Okay. So I'm like, all right. I guess I don't care enough to right. do anything Nothing about this right now. Nothing terrible is happening. Nothing mm-hmm. terrible is happening. They're just using my email. Fine. But then I get more and more and more emails like, hey, your balance has been updated. And so like a week ago, I just went like, all right, I don't like. I don't like this. Yeah. <laughs> this feels gross. <laughs> I don't want to be a part of this anymore. Uh, and in the email, it's like, you know, click to check your account. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not doing anything today. <laughs> so I click to check the account and I go to log in. And, you know, you need a password. And I foolishly <laughs> tried guessing the password a few times. <laughs> so I'm like, I've got the email. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Uh, and I couldn't. But then I was like, oh, forgot password. 
the email will come to me. Yes. Yeah. And I can change their password. Oh, right. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I did this and was like, aha. Right. <laughs> I got them. I fooled everyone. But now I'm in the account, and in the account, I see the name of the person, and it's very clear that this is an elderly woman whose name is very close to mine, oh. who uh, is probably, like, contacting her out-of-country grandchildren, and I just hacked into her account and <laughs> changed the password on her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that that hurt. That felt bad. Right. I know what you mean. <laughs> I've I've had that happen too. My email address got used for somebody's like mobile phone account in Atlanta, Georgia, (laughs) like a Wilma Hines or something like that. Yeah. And uh, um, easy to do. (laughs) And I, and I tried to like tell this person, I really texted them because I'm getting their phone number. Yeah. And I texted them and said, Hey, you have my email address on your phone account. Change it. No answer. That must have been like this terrifying text they got. <laughs> I was like, totally kidding. And I was like, I don't know how to. And I'm getting all these updates of their bill. Your bill is due. Or like, oh, you paid off this. Or there's an offer for an upgrade. Um, and I was like, it didn't really bother me. But I felt, I guess I was a little annoyed. And I also just kind of was like, on behalf of this person, they should have access to their account. But right. they have, I was like, how could they not? For me, it would bother me. I'd be like, yeah. I would notice that it's happening and do something about it. Yeah. But a lot of people, they just don't, computers are foreign enough to them, I think, that yeah. it's always a weird experience. So they don't notice <laughs> when there's a truly weird experience. Right. <laughs> it's all weird. <laughs> I think I sent a couple of texts and eventually they stopped showing up. The uh, What I ended up doing, the, the Good Samaritan move, I now know, is if you can figure it, like in my case, it was just, we shared the same last name, different first initial, and I knew her first initial now. So I changed the email to hers ah, so now uh-huh. if she goes to try to log in forgot okay. password it'll go to she'll her she'll get it oh yes yeah, so might, might some right. grandson can help her <laughs> yeah yeah and i washed my hands of it <laughs> yes that feels fair oof all right so we're, we're all good yeah i'm getting into heaven yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh i also murdered somebody is that oh. the kind of thing that we can talk about in this podcast uh, was with it awkward? my hands with my hands it was so awkward okay then, like, yeah I'm we so can talk sorry. about it yeah. i'm so sorry and like a doctor we won't share with anyone okay. right but anyone okay. can listen to yes this. So yeah. <laughs> within the confines of this is like a confession right, right. that anyone can listen to right <laughs> Uh, should we break into that main topic now? Yeah, let's mm-hmm. talk about podcasting. Oh, podcasting, baby, we're doing it right now. Yeah. Um, I want to specifically start, because one of the biggest things, Chris, you mostly take care of this, but one of my biggest anxieties whenever I have to do it is booking guests. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't do it this time. You didn't do it this time. I booked you. Uh, I don't know what it is about, like, we, we've we met. <laughs> Right, right. We know each other. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm often booking friends of mine, but there's something about, I, I don't like asking people for things. Okay. It makes me very uncomfortable. So like, we, I uh, know you were a, are a former improv teacher of mine. That's correct. Um, pretty recently former. Fairly recently. Like six months or something. I or, would was say. Was it a year already? My gosh. I, I don't think it could be a no, year. No, I think it was a year. No shit. <laughs> it's, it's coming up. I think it was last April. Damn. Or something like that. I think we're coming up on a year. Would you look at that? Yeah. I think that might be right. Huh. Time. <laughs> yeah, time's crazy. <laughs> but uh, I 
would I would run into you and we would talk and that always felt normal. But the yeah. second I got it into my head, like we should have Will on the podcast. Yeah, I ran into you twice at the theater and didn't even say hi <laughs> because oh. I got very stressed out oh. about the idea of asking you to be on. Interesting. <laughs> Have you ever run into? Because you are a, I, I asked you to be on here because I am a big fan of your podcasts. Oh, thank uh, you. Previously and currently, yeah. Um, have you run into someone that you had to book that you were just a little yeah, nervous Yeah, it depends about? if I think it's an imposition. I guess. Yeah. Maybe it's a status thing. Maybe you feel that I'm higher status than you because I was oh, your you teacher. <laughs> That's not the only reason. Yeah, you're a piece of shit, and I'm huge, and so there you feel totally embarrassed. Um, yeah, but if I feel like that person is higher status, yeah, I feel weird about asking. I'll, I'll have to feel like I have something to offer them, like, right? you know, oh, I believe that you'd be interested in this, yeah. or I believe that you'd, I don't know, something. Like, um, yeah, it's it's tough. Or right, I'll, I... I'll just embolden myself sometimes, be like, well, I can ask in a way that I can make it clear. You can. I get it. Say no. Yeah. Give, I'm pretty give sure my email to you said like, you, you don't have to do this. Yeah. Um, so I know that feeling. Yeah. And booking guests is a drag. I, I, I've, I've had a million podcasts. I've had a podcast yeah. of all varieties. Some that you probably don't even know about. Um, or that, I mean, people listening, you might not know about any of them. I would imagine you don't actually, but like, <laughs> and I've been on lots of podcasts cause you, everybody in Los Angeles has one. Got so it. if you have friends in Los Angeles who are, even remotely aspiring to be part of the entertainment world, they have one or they had one. And so I've done like dozens and dozens of them. And um, I'm pretty good about saying no. There are times when I'm just like too busy to do it. And it's like, I just Mm -hmm. can't do it. Like it's just too much of a pain. Um, But I think when you're, when you have one and you're booking guests, it's like as a courtesy, you should try to do them. Yeah. Not, not impose on yourself, but just like (laughs) if you can like try to do it. Yeah. We always tried um, <laughs> when with a few times people have asked us. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, it's weird. I've I've deliberately done some podcasts where I don't have to book guests. Yeah. I do one right now called Screw It. We're just going to talk about comics, right. and that's me and my brother who lives in um, New Jersey. And every week we just talk about comic books, and I really I love it. I don't necessarily think we are doing the most entertaining version that we could do because i think that would involve guests right and like segments and lots of stuff but our the main reason i'm doing it is to talk to my brother and to have hangout time with him and to not have to worry about booking guests yeah there's this one guest and we are each other it's us if once we pick a time we can do it it's done totally so it's just easy to do that before that, I also had a Beatles podcast called Screw It. We're just going to talk with the Beatles. Yeah. And I, for some reason, got in my head that I would always have a panel. Maybe because the right. Beatles are four people. <laughs> uh-huh. I was like, I'll always have at least four on the podcast at once doing like a panel discussion. And that was a pain. Or four people drumming at the same time. <laughs> That's right. I had an episode where it was four drummers all doing Ringo's drum parts at once. One of our Damn least delight. listened to episodes. Oh, I was there. Uh, but it really, if it was a video, I think it would really be great because these oh, four drummers yeah. in a studio all playing Ticket to Ride looked really funny. Um, and, you know, that was like a lot to book. And it's a lot to manage, like just audio recording wise yeah. and time management wise. Um, the length of a podcast episode is usually, I find, related to how many people are on it. Like two yeah. people, I mean, it can be whatever. But with two people, you could, if you want, do one that's like 25 minutes and it would feel like a full sure. episode. Totally. 
Uh, with three, there's no way for it to be that short. It's got to be like 45 minutes. And then with yeah. four, it's got to be like an hour. And with five, it's an hour 20. Or someone just didn't get to talk. Yeah, exactly. Um, Someone's getting squeezed out. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> yeah, booking would just be a drag. And sometimes, I don't know. But my Beatles, when I had a lot of people who wanted to be on it, they'd be like, I yeah. love the Beatles. you got to have me on it. I'm like, everybody loves the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> but then I did want to include, not everybody, but there's lots of people who yeah. fall into that. And I was like, I didn't want everyone to be on it. And sometimes I had to, sometimes people I did not know well would approach yeah. me and be like, I want to be on that. And I'd be like, who are you? <laughs> and I would have to say to people, this is kind of rude. Like, well, why should I have you on? Right. What, what are you bringing to this? Are you famous? <laughs> I don't think you are. Do you have like some special story or thing? Or do you just love them? Because yeah. that's then you're just a listener, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and often they would not have listened. They'd just be like, "I love it so much." But sometimes people <laughs> would have an answer for that. A friend of mine, Alex Lewis, and I'm friends yeah. with Alex. It's not He's like a friend of mine too. Yeah, it's not like um, it, we're, we're close enough friends that it's not crazy for him to say, "I love the beat." He really he was a fanatic. Yeah. And he did have one. He's like, "Have you ever had anybody talk about the movie across the universe?" Right. And I was like, I haven't really. He's like, I'm f- I'm obsessed with it. I was like, okay, this is like something you could be sort of be an expert on that as a fan. I, all right, let's do it. I thought that was like a cool yeah. thing. Um, so, but then like that conversation is weird. Like telling people no. Yeah. Can I be in your podcast? Just being like no, and then weirdly it's on you to say it. But it's like, why do I have to prove right. to you, a stranger or an internet acquaintance, why I'm not having you on my show? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's uncomfortable. I know it's weird yeah. to say that. Um, yeah, so booking guests is strange. Yeah. Chris, yeah. you cold and confident? <laughs> no, I give... a cold, stone-cold killer? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was very excited when you said you had murdered somebody. Because yeah. I'm like, finally, a, a kindred spirit. Yeah. Um, I, I give a lot of opportunities for them to say no. Like, I think I say it up top and then at the, at the end. Um, they said yes. <laughs> but I think Really, that, you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, please. Um, in fact... Forget this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and we've only had, I think, two episodes where we've had um, multiple guests that we've tried to schedule at the same time. Yeah. And it's it's Oof. less of like, at that point, I think that as fun of an idea as it's been for us to have a bunch of guests, uh, uh, we're uh, like, hey, please say no so that we can like make this easier to schedule. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll say that as someone who's been asked to be in a lot of podcasts, I'll tell you my preferred way of being asked. Oh, perfect. Uh-oh. Which is like a short email. Yeah. Like I don't need a long explanation. It's mostly going to be about schedule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like how long is it? When do you want to do it? Yeah. Wh- what's it about? Yeah. And like just trust that you don't have to sell me on it really. So like a, for some reason, a long email, I'm inclined to say no. Yeah, because it and seems like a lot of work. It's just a lot of work even to yeah. read the email. Yeah, right. <laughs> this might not be fair, but it like communicates to me, oh, this is going to be a headache if I do this. Totally. <laughs> yeah. And if someone is just like, hey, Will, I do a podcast called This. We record you know, every week. Would you be interested? And then another thing is, you guys might have done this, and I apologize if I'm going to criticize. I was going to ask how Evan, how Evan scores I think Evan's category. email was not that long. Okay. But I think this part you did do, and, but everyone kind of does this, and it's personal to me, so this is like an unreasonable sure. thing. But I like it when um, I don't have to do all the thinking on the scheduling. Sure. Like when someone's like, we're available anytime, <laughs> we'll, whatever time you want, because that's never true. Right. Because then I'll go Monday, 9 a.m. Oh, no, uh, we, uh, it's actually going to start at 11, and we can't do Mondays. We actually can't do during the day when somebody has a day job. And I'm like, look, you offer me a right. time. <laughs> right. 
And I know you feel like, but you'll say no to that time. But they'll say, no, can I do something else? Yeah. Like if somebody said, like, we usually record, even if you don't have a usual recording, we were thinking, whatever, Friday, four o'clock. That's, for some reason, it makes me more inclined to go, yes. I'll be like, yes, could we do 4.30? Yes, 3.30? Or yes, next Friday? I'm, it's way, I'm way more inclined. If it's a short email with a specific time, I'll be like, I'm inclined to go like, yeah, fuck it. I'll do it. There you go. Because it's like not, it's painless. The work has been done for me. This and if it's somebody tips. like a big long email and like links to the episode and descriptions from people and referrals, and then any time is good. I'm like, you know what? I'm busy this month is what I want to <laughs> say. Because it's like, you're not doing any work. Yeah. That's not actually, that's not fair. I don't know what it is psychologically. <laughs> I can't defend my position, but I get I, that. <laughs> it is true emotionally. Yeah. I, I believe I, because we, we have some restrictions, I, I be, mostly regarding your work schedule. Yeah, I you believe I threw you like two or three days. You might have done it, Evan. I'm uh, not trying to throw you under the bus. Oh, no, no, no. I, I live under the bus. <laughs> you, live, you, you love being under the bus? Oh, I thrive under the bus, please. <laughs> Uh, I not to completely get well. I guess we can get off of booking guests unless you had more to say. Uh, no. Um, my general thing, I I find a weird thing related to having a podcast, especially in LA. Like you're saying, everybody has a podcast, and there is kind of that joke. Everyone's like, oh, of course you have a podcast. Yeah. But like while we're doing it, I love this podcast so much. I love doing it when I'm editing it makes me laugh i love it when i'm posting it oh i feel great when people listen to it and tell me about it it makes me feel so good but when a stranger asks me if like tell me about your podcast that is a panic attack immediately oh, really? i i have so much trouble talking about that. i which is maybe the best like proof of concept for this being a, a podcast about <laughs> social anxieties yeah i can't tell you but yeah yeah, yeah. Do you uh, not have any yeah, issue I, I have, promoting uh, there's, yourself? There's times when I'm sort of embarrassed to talk about it. Yeah. There's times when I feel like my podcast isn't like good enough for people to listen to, so I almost don't <laughs> want to tell them. I'm embarrassed for them to listen to it. Not that I think it's that bad. I feel like, oh, I don't want to impose. Like You don't have to, you know. So I do improv and stand-up, and people are like, oh, I want to watch you do that. I'm like, nah, I'm never going to tell you when I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you really want to, if you really, you'll find out when I'm doing it if you want to see me. I'm not going to, like... I'm not asking unless I have like a particularly like big important show that I want a thing for. I, I don't plug them. Yeah. Cause I don't believe people. Right. I want to see you. You, you want to see me do improv? No, you don't. <laughs> Nobody likes improv. <laughs> That's they talking. say you want me to do stand up. I mildly believe them a little bit more, but it's, <laughs> I have a couple times been like, I'm doing stand up this Tuesday. Like I can't do it. It's like, you know what? Forget this. Like, yeah. <laughs> you find like me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There, we've talked about it in the past, like particularly in LA, there is just compared to uh, like I'm from Seattle and in that area, you, you tell someone, hey, I'm doing this. They will just say like, no, I'm not coming. Okay. <laughs> but in LA, there's a lot of like, yeah, that sounds great. I'll be there. And then yeah. just that's a lie. <laughs> yeah, right. That is a lie. <laughs> so I'm like, why are we having this conversation? Yeah. I, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I assume it's because nobody wants to burn a bridge. Right. The entertainment yeah. industry is so much at the forefront of everybody's brain here. They're like, oh, what yeah. if I uh, what if I audition and this it's this person's show? Mm-hmm. I never want to say anything that makes anybody dislike me. Yeah. So nobody will ever say, I can't do it, or no, or it's bad, or you're bad, or whatever, or I hated it, or you're you're stupid. Or... But like I used to live in New York City, and it was more likely for somebody to be like, that's not my jam. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not for me. And LA, it's like, so great, dude. So great. What's your podcast? Eating your own ass? Sounds great, dude. That's a really good idea. Original I'd love to concept. be on your podcast about eating your own ass. But I'm busy this year, but like maybe sometime. It does feel like that. Yeah, for sure. The, the gift of podcast for social anxiety, the positive side is like it's structured interaction. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like there's lots of friends. I, I used to have a podcast called Don't Get Me Started. I did it with yeah. my friend Anthony King. And we would interview pe- mostly people from the UCB community just to talk about anything that wasn't their job. Yeah. And it was Anthony's idea. And it was really fun. And we eventually got too busy to do it. But um, for a while, like I met tons of people in the UCB world by inviting them to be on it. And they would come to my house and we'd sit and talk for an hour. And I got to know like lots of people. And it was like kind of and also and I saw Anthony all the time, my friend yeah. Anthony. Uh, and now since we stopped doing the podcast, I don't see him as much. Yeah. I don't know. It's funny. I have this podcast I do with my brother. And part of the reason is to talk to my brother once a week for an hour. And it works. Yeah. Structured, structured, you know, rule-based interaction. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the best kind of interaction. Yeah, absolutely. It kind of, like, as far as guests go, like, it really kind of makes you realize, like, how surface level you know some of your friends. Yeah. When you have to just talk at them and have them talk at you. Yeah. You go, oh, you, you learn things. Yeah, it's like, wait a minute. Oh. You're on the run? <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> You're a werewolf? <laughs> <laughs> but similarly, I say that all the time. Like, you know, Chris and I have been friends for pretty much since I moved here uh, to from uh, Improv 101. Right. Um, but yeah, until he, I pitched him this idea and he was like, I'm your co-host. <laughs> yep. You're doing it. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Uh, it's like, yeah, we see each other once a week and I'm bad at being friends with people like that. And it's wonderful to have a friend. <laughs> Friends are nice. Uh, you, yeah, you go. <laughs> uh, well, I was, I mean, to to go back do. A, a little while to what you said about it, when strangers come up to you yes. and say, tell me about your podcast. They come up to me all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah, it sounds like it. Uh, but that's like the, the best case scenarios. If somebody somehow knows about the podcast and comes up to me about it, yeah. it's me putting it out there on my own that I, is the, is the anxiety part of it yeah which uh, i have i don't have a problem promoting on social media i mean like social anxiety wise yeah Mm -hmm. i feel like it's such an accepted part of it and it feels relatively passive it's not like i'm flyering it's not like i'm standing on the street and shoving a flyer into somebody's chest or hands Mm -hmm. i'm just tweeting hey i've got this thing yeah you you know ignore it as you wish i'll never know it feels (laughs) non-intrusive i mean that even a little bit more intrusive is sending out an email that feels like more intrusive. I yeah. have like an email list and I use it rarely because I feel guilty. But that's actually a relatively small imposition. Mm-hmm. Where, where, do you, where do you stand on actor newsletters? Do you have friends who do that or do you guys do I've that? Never, I've never been on one. <laughs> so yeah, I've also never been but, on uh, one. Do you know what so, I mean? I know yeah, people yeah. who are actors who send out a thing I've got this. like once a month being like, here's what I'm up to. <clears throat> I and would welcome it. I get. I have several friends who do it. And I don't mind, but I also always do feel a little embarrassed for them. I'm like, ah, you look dumb. <laughs> like, I don't care. And I don't that's care. why I don't like talking like, about stuff. Like, I don't care what you're doing. But then again, I, I, I have a high tolerance for email. So I'm like, ah, send me the email. It's like, you know, yeah. I can just delete it if I don't want to read yeah. it. Yeah. It doesn't feel that bad. Yeah. A million years ago, like when I started improv in like 2000, 
we used to fly her for shows. We'd hit the streets of New York City with like an, with a handful of like postcards. I don't think this ever worked ever. Yeah. <laughs> we the the UCB was founded by people from Chicago. Right. So they were like, you got a flyer. And I think maybe in <laughs> Chicago it worked because you'd flyer in a neighborhood and you'd be flyering people who lived in that neighborhood and the theater was also in that neighborhood so that maybe they would go. But in New York City, we'd go to Union Square and flyer people for a theater that was like 20 blocks north and west. And these people could live in like Hoboken or like Westchester County. Right. They're not going to come to your stupid right. show. No. Like we would give out hundreds and hundreds of them and I always hated it. And then I moved to Williamsburg, Brooklyn, and we flyered there. And that worked because the people were getting off the train there, lived there. The show was there. We did get people there. But all this is to say, flyering sucks. (laughs) And it makes you feel terrible. True. And compared to that, sending out an email is like no big. And and tweeting stuff or posting stuff on Facebook feels really easy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It feels like no big. I mean, I guess it depends the volume at which you're doing it. But True. Yeah, I definitely used to have to flyer when I was in a band as a teenager. It's uh, yeah, very very ineffective. <laughs> and and was this in Seattle? Uh, that was I was flyering in Olympia, Washington. So that's a, a more f- friendly place for the arts, I would feel like, right? Isn't it? Isn't yeah. there more of a scene there, like music and arts, because of the college? You know what's funny? Absolutely. You know where we flyered, like the mall. <laughs> yeah we didn't mm-hmm. we didn't think that through <laughs> yeah good good thinking if i could go back in time and fly uh, around evergreen is where, isn't that where like kirk cobain was happy wasn't kirk cobain happy in olympia like he lived yeah. in olympia and well, was he's, like he's yeah he's, he had a uh, girlfriend there and he was like in good emotional shape and then he moved to seattle and all went to shit yeah, yeah. that's my narrative nobody puts it that way <laughs> nobody puts it that way no but um yeah. I well. guess because I feel like there's, it isn't Sleater Kenny from Olympia. Yeah, they're from the Olympia. And Beat place, Happening. Yeah, yeah. Beat Happening, yeah. Look, I feel cool. like there's a lot of like cool bands that are oh, from that yeah. era. Good scene. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It sounds, I mean, it's better than like being in like, I don't know, like where I grew up in a place called Danbury, Connecticut. Good luck flying in there. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not like coupons for, you know, Dunkin' Donuts, I don't think anybody's going to care. Uh-huh. I don't know. You can always attach coupons to the bottom of your flyers. How about asking people to rate and review your podcast? Do you oh, do that? We, we do it at the end of every. Man. You'll hear it later. Uh, we yeah. do it at the end of yeah, every no, it's episode. Part, it's part of the podcast deal. Yeah, we uh, literally try. We're <laughs> pushing around the hashtag Gobi Number Six because we only have five reviews and nobody wants to go be Number Six. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> well, hashtag Gobi Number Six for us. <laughs> we would love. I that. used to. I've done at some podcasts where I did it, but I and it definitely. You get a lot more if you push for it, but I, I stopped doing it. I was just sort of like, well, they'll review it if they want. I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if those things really move. The, I think the only thing that moves the needle on audience is word of mouth. Someone has to tell somebody else this is a good podcast. I think that's the only thing that really does it. Yeah, I think so, too. The, I think that what Evan and I, uh, and maybe this is just us uh, overthinking it, <laughs> but because our podcast is all about like social anxieties and really like seems to cater towards introverts. Yeah. And introverts are not necessarily people that are going to spread the word and do the word of mouth. Yeah, right, right. And so we've kind of like boxed ourselves into a corner. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Your most devoted audience will never tell anybody. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, don't yeah, make eye a, contact. That is trouble. <laughs> we'll figure it out. we got to branch out a little bit. I don't know what that's going to look like, but we're going to run out of topics soon enough. <laughs> yeah. And that's a whole other topic on podcasting. How many episodes have you done of this? This is 51. 51, yeah. How long do you think it'll go? 
Because another thing I found is you get tired of them after a while. <laughs> yeah, this is it. <laughs> That's a solid year right there. No, I was gonna say, yeah, you're... I think we did a hundred and I did a, Anthony King and I did like a hundred and fifty, and then like my Beatles one did like eighty. Yeah. Uh, my brother and I are up are probably up to like I don't know seventy or eighty for our comics one. Like they get it gets kind of old. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't hit that yet. I don't think. Ooh. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's why I always stop them and start new ones. I'm starting a new one, and I'm starting a new one in like a month or so. Oh. It's going to be called "I Will Write Your Book," and I'm, it's an improvised <laughs> one where I'm an alleged ghost writer awesome. talking to clients about what books they want me to write for them. That's amazing. But yeah. It's all just improvised characters. I've never done one of those before. I've no, been on them before, no. but I haven't done them. Hmm. I will listen. Yeah, uh, you don't have to. It's okay. I will. I promise. But I want that. That will release because I wanted guests. Yeah. Because I've yeah. now done it a while. My Beatles one had a fixed panel. My brother and I don't have guests, basically. And then I, I missed having guests. So I'm like, yeah. I'm inviting the dragon back into my life. <laughs> having to deal with and asking all my friends to come be funny on my podcast <laughs> for free. Yeah. We, we kind of, we ride that middle line. We made the conscious decision of like, the base of this podcast is just going to be the two of us. And then we'll have a guest every like four or five episodes that's that's good management wise yeah mm-hmm. i think I, it was a good decision <laughs> because the four or five every four or five episodes we have to book a guest is like ah <laughs> how do you deal with insecurity about the success of your podcast because I, I have something about this great uh, oh well i like i mentioned before you know i i work at a, a podcasting network and so can I, you say what it is or can you talk about uh, this i generally don't oh, okay okay <laughs> but well, uh, okay can you, well, my question is sort of like, what I is can your... say it and take it out if you just want to know. No, it's a, I just, I'm curious what your general area of responsibility is. What I do? Yeah. Uh, I, my job is a digital content manager. So I take photos, shoot videos, okay. do their social media stuff. Okay. Okay. Um, support, uh, promotional support and just management of the digital assets. Exactly. Okay. And uh, so I'm very much around, you know, those are podcasts that make money. <laughs> Right, right, right. <laughs> and so I, I'm in a world where the general idea is like, well, that's what podcasts are for, <laughs> is yeah. making lots and lots of money, right? And I think there's a misunderstanding, especially like I'll talk to people because I'm, I'm from a very, very small town, uh, not Seattle. <laughs> but, uh, and not Olympia? Not Olympia either. 20 miles west of Olympia, little Elma, Washington. Oh. Uh, lived in Seattle the last 10 years I was in Washington. But uh, I think... I've talked to people, like I had a 10-year high school reunion a while back, and it was uh, like, oh, like you have a podcast. That's incredible. I'm like, no, no, you, you can too. Yeah, it's, it's super <laughs> easy. Yeah, yeah. This doesn't mean anything. No, idiots can do it. <laughs> oh, and idiots do. Here we are. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's kind of my, my thought on the, the subject. Well, my, I, my, my, yeah, my, brother, my brother and I have a comic book one. We talk, and, the, and at, when we first debuted it, it was just about Spider-Man. We later expanded right. it to be all comic books. And um, when it was Spider-Man, every episode was about Spider-Man. And then we had a special episode on the PlayStation 4 video game Spider-Man Ooh. when it came out, which was like a year and a half ago Somewhere. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, reviewing it and talking about it, the whole thing about it, right? We ra- and then even for many episodes before and after, we would rave about the game. Yeah. And then we moved on and the thing expanded or whatever. Then like a month and a half ago, I got asked to be on this podcast called How Did This Get Played, which is about right. video games, mm-hmm. hosted by Nick Weiger and Heather Ann Campbell. Yeah. And Nick 
is like, and maybe Heather too, actually, are like big podcast like players. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Nick has the Doughboys podcast, which right. is like hugely popular. So he's like a very known figure within to a certain sizable podcast audience. Yeah. Meaning his video game podcast. And I, I'm I'm marginalizing Heather here, and that might be right. <laughs> I know Heather's like a hugely successful right. comedian, very popular mm-hmm. performer. I'm not sure of her podcast status. It might also be very high. Why am I even getting into this? <laughs> My point is like they are... It's a big podcast. Yeah. Relative to my brothers and mine. Right. They invited me on there because I started playing video games very late in life, a yeah. year and a half ago, after wow. ha- having never basically played. Yeah. And then I got obsessed. <laughs> so now I'm the world's like, I mean, I'm sure this happens actually a fair, <clears throat> fair amount, but I'm like a, an old newbie who is also obsessed with video games. <laughs> so they like talking about it. And I mentioned that Spider-Man was the one that got me into it. Yeah. The episode goes up. A couple days later, I get tweets from the designers of Whoa. the PlayStation 4 <laughs> Spider-Man gaming. We listened to the episode. <laughs> Holy shit. Thank you so much for saying those nice things. And, that, and now we're listening to a couple of your Spider-Man eps. Damn. Which is great. And I should just be glad. Yeah. What I was uh-huh. thinking was, well, why the fuck right. hadn't you heard right. it already? Yeah, exactly. We had been raving about your game <laughs> for multiple episodes. And the title of it was like PlayStation 4 Spider-Man game. UCB performer Will Hines and his, you know UCB performer Kevin Hines. They didn't give a shit. And of course they don't have to. Like who right. cares? But it was like just such a such a splash of cold water of like, oh yeah, no one's listening to your podcast. <laughs> People are listening to this other podcast, not mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was, still was a nice thing for me, but... So, Evan, like, when you tell me something like, oh, I didn't even talk to you because I was worried about asking you in the podcast, in my mind, I'm like, I'm just a piece of shit. Who, <laughs> I can't get anybody to pay attention to my stuff. Oh, um, well, you got me. I'm paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's like insecurity about, like, oh, we're not as big as this or we're no this. And everything you want to do a podcast about, there's some, there, it's already out there. Like, right. somebody's mm-hmm. doing it. So, you have to sort of, like just love it enough that you want to do it anyway. Like I did a Beatles exactly. podcast. There's a million Beatles podcasts and some of them are quite successful. Yeah. I was like, I don't care. I'm doing, I want to do it anyway. Yeah. And I was like, do I have a different spin on it? Not really. <laughs> um, nope. It's the same, nope. but that's, I think that's okay. Like if you have Agreed. real love for it, just do it. Yeah. Yeah. I had uh, like um, for a couple of years been reviewing movies on YouTube Oh, yeah. uh, just like a million other people. <laughs> right, right. And so then you, you like, uh, it was, especially because YouTube can tell you the views of any video on their website. Yeah. Whereas like podcasts, you don't necessarily know yeah. how they're doing. You don't have to know what our numbers are. Exactly. <laughs> we know. Uh, yeah, great. They're great. So, oh, the, <laughs> yes. so big. The, compa- the comparing the success was much, was like a big part of, of that. And now oh, yeah. it was a, a good lesson, I guess, to start this one and not have to worry about it just, yeah whatever yeah this is what it is yeah yeah you have to love it enough that even if nobody listens you're still glad yeah that you're doing it yeah and i think that is part of the fact that those numbers aren't just immediately available to people or really available at all does help it be something that i'm fine just doing because i love it you know yeah um, it's, because it's not get, being waved in your face no yeah. i get competitive and i we, we already did our episode on social media but like it's stre- that's part of what stresses me out about doing social media is there's this pressure of like oh shit i t- tweeted that thing and nobody liked it yeah <laughs> that doesn't feel nice now there's social or social anxiety thing about podcasts is like did i talk too much or oh, not enough yeah. mm-hmm. uh 
I've listened to some episodes where I was the host and I have a guest on and I'm like, I blew it for him. I talked over him too much. They didn't have a good time. I didn't set them up enough. You know what I mean? I didn't like give them good questions. I've, I've had that insecurity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've been a guest sometimes. I've been like, oh, I was a bad guest on that podcast. I did that recently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, a uh, lot of fun. A lot of fun. And I walked yeah. out of that building like, I don't think that went well. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to release that or not. <laughs> we'll see. I got to be on uh, Comedy Bang Bang, which yeah, is a yeah, really right. big and popular podcast. Very. I've done it many times. Mm-hmm. But the first couple times I did it, well, the first time I did it, I felt like I totally blew it. Oh, no. I felt like really bad about it because uh, I knew that it was a big podcast. I barely yeah. knew Scott Ackerman. I'd met him via Sean Clements. He's one of the co-hosts of Hollywood Handbook, who right. I am good friends with. But I barely knew Scott. And I'm a guest on this thing, and I'm like, oh, this could be like, could this be big? Is this like a big thing or whatever? I don't know. You know, you feel like, are like a lot of people going to listen to this? And I just was nervous, and I did not feel on my game, and I did not feel great. Yeah. I didn't, like, <clears throat> blow it in any, like, overt way that I could be like, oh, I defended blackface. Like, why did I do that? Like, <laughs> you, know, or it's like, you know, there wasn't, like, something where I could be, like, totally screwed up. Oh, I took Osama bin Laden's side. I shouldn't have done that. That was a mistake. It's a thin line you got yeah. to write as a podcast. I guess this won't be a recurring character. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I called my brother right after. I was like, oh, I think I blew it. Mm-hmm. Then, like, two months later, I got asked to be on it again. And I was like, oh, my God. You must be desperate for guests. <laughs> and when I've done it now, like, maybe 20 times. And there are times when I've walked out of an episode being like, well, swing and a miss. Yeah. <laughs> like, for real. Like, like big time. Just like, what a huge miss. <laughs> and there are people on that show who never miss. There are some people yeah. that are just mm-hmm. they're always 100% funny. James Adomian, oh, yeah. I've never seen him be anything less than laugh out loud hilarious in mm-hmm. any context. No. Andy Daly, I've never seen him be anything but just a blistering Nova of funny. And I know that I have been an absolute dud sometimes. <laughs> like a straight up... Inert dud, and um, you just have to live with it. You have to just be like, well, I guess that's it. I mean, like, and I've had people say to me, they've heard me on podcasts, and I can tell they don't like me. Oh, no, really? Have you been on that podcast? Do you do you know like Andy Daly and James Adomi? Like, oh, I've met him. Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't say I know them that well. I, oh, they're great. I'm like, uh, yeah. Mm. Well, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely received. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I listened to your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not followed by any sort of yeah. compliment. I anything. guess it's all right. I mean, it's their okay. opinion, but it, it feels like feels Cool, I'll bad. talk to you later. Yeah. <laughs> have either of you been in the situation where someone says they've listened to it and then they have notes? Yes, on, yeah. yes. Uh-huh. I have a name for those people and I call them notes people. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and I, uh, some of my, I've, uh, there's a mutual friend of mine where I've shared this and I'll be like, oh, I talked to Notes Jones today. Or <laughs> like someone who they always have like an idea for you to do it better. I've, I've, that used to really bother me. And now I'm sort of like, you'd never do it. Yeah. Yeah. You right. Coward. Like, yeah. <laughs> like if that voice lives in your head, you'll never finish anything. Yeah. It's not, I mean, not that they're wrong necessarily. Sometimes they have good ideas or mm-hmm. they don't, but I'm just sort of yeah. like. Get away from me. Right, yeah. yeah. I'm busy doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't need you telling me what's wrong with it. Yeah. How do you deal with it? Um, or what's I, your experience with uh, this? Well, I would say that my... I have a, um, a, a a supervisor at work who said that he had listened to um, one of our episodes. Oh, gosh. And I already hate this. Yeah. 
And he said he liked, he thought it was funny, but then he had jokes about like. He's trying to be supportive. Exactly. I mean, I guess in a way I understand because there's no real way to interact with art other than evaluating it. Right. Like it is impossible to discuss a movie without evaluating it. Like it's Mm -hmm. just, you can't just say green. You have to say, (laughs) I liked this or I didn't like this or I wish this happened or. You know, or I love when this happened. There's just there's no other way to talk about it. So if a friend or coworker or somebody wants to interact with you about your art, the only way they can talk about it is by evaluating it. Mm-hmm. So I am sympathetic a little bit. But that's another reason why I do not invite friends and family to shows yeah. ever. And I don't tell them to like listen or do anything. Because even if they want to be supportive, they're going to inadvertently say something that's going to hurt my feelings. That's, and I put that on me, not them. Right. Um. And also I do find, isn't there some saying like a prophet has never loved in his hometown or something, but like your family and friends will never see you as anything other than what they already know you as. Yeah. Yeah. So like if you change or evolve or become like a more entertaining performer, they will be the last to notice. Right. Like, however funny or good you were at the age of 12 is what your family thinks of you as. Oh, this fucking happened to me last week. My dad, who's a nice person, but I do not talk to my dad that much. I mean, for whatever reason, we're just not close. Not a bad dude, but talking with him is rare. He sent me two weeks ago a math problem. He sent me, he texted me a photo of a math problem. He was doing a book of like brain teasers. My dad is 78. I don't even even know how old he is. Maybe 350 years old. I have no idea how old my dad is. Sent me a photo of a math problem. And he's like, we're trying to do this. I don't know who the we is. Maybe it's his uh, girlfriend slash partner who he's been with for like 20 years. Um, Who's great. But like I maybe, but I can't imagine her doing a math problem. But he's like, we can't. We we are doing this and can't figure it out. You're good at these. What do you think? And I'm like, am I good at these? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, he's remembering when I was like 13 and like good at math. Like I was kind right. of good at pre-algebra when I was 13, and my teachers are like, oh, uh, Will's really good at math. Like. When you were actively in school. When I was like yeah. eighth grader, I'm not like, I don't do math. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, you know, I do like the most, you know, useless skills possible of like <laughs> improv and acting. But like, I did love it. And I did that math problem and sent it back to him. And he was like, I don't think that's right. I'm like, no, I think, I think this is right. But my point was like, oh, he's, I mean, it was actually sweet. And I, and I liked that he did that, but it reinforced Oh, yeah. He got a snapshot of me at the age of 13 and has had not updated it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, if you invite, I only wonder, I, you know, Kevin Hart has something where he said, where he says, like, he tells his brother about, you know, Kevin Hart's like one of the most successful entertainers right. in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. You know? right. like, massively <laughs> successful. And he's got some routine. Now, every time he tells his brother, his brother just kind of shrugs his shoulders and only focuses on the negative part of it or something like yeah. that. <laughs> The joke is something like, I told my brother that like Central Intelligence debuted at number one in the box office. And his brother's response was, yeah, domestic. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, man, that's yeah, like your family. Yeah. Just you're, you cannot wow them. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I would, I would lie to my family and friends if they wanted to come see a show. I'd be like, oh, it's three in the morning at, um, in the, in the North Pole. I'll see you there. <laughs> 
<laughs> what did your supervisor say? Uh, <laughs> he had uh, no. It was a. I don't remember which episode it was. It was one that we had a guest on because he had notes about the audio quality. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, and then my parents have had notes, and it's just like you, you just kind of smile and nod until it's over, and then yeah. ignore it. Do you want to say any specific ones, or you can't remember? Um, I can't remember. I think yeah. it, there's just somewhere it's like, oh, well, you you talked about this too long. It's like. Uh, <laughs> Okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's our prerogative. It's, uh, it's uh, already been released. We can't go fix it. Sometimes I'll look at like big successes and wonder like what the toxic assessment of it would be. Yeah. Right. Like something like, well, I mean, like Saturday Night Live is an example of sure. like, if you're on SNL, you are a success. Yes. Mm-hmm. But everybody loves to criticize SNL yeah. every week. They pick it apart. They rake it over the coals. The most scrutinized and most criticized and also most beloved comedy show in American history. Yeah. And so, like, anybody who's on that show probably hears from all their friends what what is thought to be wrong about it. It's kind yeah. of exhausting. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, you'll, uh, I was watching, like, Die Hard the other day, like an yeah. action movie that is <clears throat> relatively well-regarded, I would, yeah. I would mm-hmm. say yes, in an understated yeah. way. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. But I'm sure, like, you know, the director's mom watched it and was like, so much violence. Yeah. <laughs> right. and, and I'm sure some other friend was like, God, the violence was kind of a joke. Like, there wasn't really a lot of stakes to a lot of the deaths. Right. Totally. There's sort of just like really shallow deaths. <laughs> and it's like, you know what? That movie worked and shut up. <laughs> yeah. Right. And even if it didn't, shut up. Or not shut up, I guess. It's just sort of like, who asked you? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I, again, I know that people are sometimes just trying to interact with it, but it's, I think that they are crazily harsh. Yeah. yeah, agreed. I know I'm talking at an unbroken clip, but I have another story. <laughs> this is a podcast story. When podcasts first started coming around, or when I first became aware of them, and this would be like 2004 or something, I listened to one called Coverville. I doubt it's around anymore, but it was like this guy, it was, it was you know, just a guy doing this podcast where he would find cover songs that he liked and just like play them. There was no worried about intellectual property or anything. I don't know if that ever became a thing. Yeah. He had a pretty good radio voice. He had a pretty good, like, wide taste in music. So you'd hear, like, a variety of things. And I, I really enjoyed it. He'd hear, like, three or four per episode. Sometimes he would do themes, like, oh, it's all going to be bands from the 80s, or it's all going to be love songs or yeah, something. It's fun. Yeah, fun. Uh, sometimes it would be covers that you didn't know were covers. And I'm going to play the originals um, that are less famous than their covers. Then once he, he decided <clears throat> to do one, like, this is when American Idol was first blown up. Yeah. And he was like, I'm going to do an American Idol episode where I'm going to have live bands do covers and I'll have a panel just like American Idol assess. But it was Ooh. all like small time bands from his town. Right. And it was just friends of his. And the friends were so harsh <laughs> on these bands. Just like, well, your voice really didn't hold it together in the bridge. And I felt that the guitar playing was weak here. That the guy said... The next episode, he's like, well, we're going to stop doing that. It's just like, <laughs> you give people the power of saying, you're the critic. What do you think is wrong? And yeah. they suddenly have no empathy yeah. for the person. They have they have no ability to see that it might be working. They're only looking for the cracks. Yeah. yeah. And so sometimes when people come up to me and they're like, you know what's wrong with your podcast? And it's like, yeah, probably a lot. I'll <laughs> see you later. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, it'll either be successful or it won't. And if it's successful, it'll have flaws. And if it's not, there'll be things that are good about it and go away. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. No, that's like, I'm, I'm learning more and more as I, I go on in life. <laughs> like, all, all you can do is make stuff. Like, if you're a creative type, like, just do it. Don't, yeah. don't mm-hmm. overthink 
how it's going to be received. Just, you make music, right, Evan? I do. I've listened to your music. What I do you think about releasing that? that? That scares the shit out of me all the time. <laughs> uh, but, but, but it sounds like you've done it for a long time if you were in a band in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've been playing music. I don't know. I guess I learned guitar when I was like 12. Yeah. So, yeah, since then. But uh, When did you get good at it? Oh, 12 and a half. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, 12.1. <laughs> probably like maybe 15, 16. Yeah. I was like, all right, yeah. I got are you this. being are you being conservative? <laughs> In what sense? Do you like, think it was earlier than that? I don't know. Around there, I, 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 my first band, I was fifteen, so I was good enough by then to stand on a stage. And... Yeah, but I was in the the jazz band in the in middle school, uh-huh. so I don't know. Hey, I had jazz in my blood. <laughs> we've, yeah, we've discussed. Yeah, uh, and I think by now my full album might be out. Plug, go listen to that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, it's I, good I... to create a deadline for you to actually finish it. Then, <laughs> yeah, right. No, it's finished. It's already out there. They just it has. To, it takes like a week or two to actually show up, show up and I have no control over when that happens because I don't have any money. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. It'll be up at some point, but by this posting, it should be up. But yeah, that that's right now the biggest thing I'm dealing with is just going like, because I, I would write some of the songs that I've put on this album, I wrote eight years ago. I yeah. planned to record then. Some of them I did record and just yeah. never released. And then I just didn't do anything for nearly a decade. Yeah. And that was stupid. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, put, it, put it, stuff out there. It It's totally common. I mean, there's so many people, especially musicians, who just don't release stuff. Yeah. Just do something. Yeah. I walked around a party recently and challenged everybody, write a book, release an album. <laughs> everybody should write a book and release an album. They're That's like, great. but I'm not musical. I'm like, just do an album. Yeah. Shut up. Just do an album. <laughs> exactly. Lots of untalented people do albums. Could Absolutely. Be you. <laughs> <laughs> you like music, don't you? Then do an album. Yeah. <laughs> and write a book. Everyone could write a book. That's even easier. I didn't say write a good book. Right. Just write, write a, a book. book. Write a book. Yeah. Yeah. All the, the technology is available to publish all these things, to publish or make all these things. So just, yeah, just do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do something. I really do believe everyone should write a book and release an album. I think it's... My point is that, like, yes, doing art very well is difficult and elusive and tricky, but just doing it is more an act of confidence and self-love, I think. Like, just... I don't know. Just do it. It'll be good for you. Yeah. yeah. doesn't matter if anybody reads it. Yeah. Yeah. Do stuff. Yeah. You can wrap it all the way around. I don't know. It's our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Find something you love talking about and talk about it. It's kind of therapeutic. Yeah, I think so. Teach yourself not to care about putting stuff out there. Yeah. Don't listen to the haters. No. And I think it makes you become less of a of a hater or more. Yeah, like you get you more know. sympathetic. Oh, yeah, exactly. To other people. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> but a lot of work went into that thing you're criticizing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm releasing an album, Evan, and I'm nowhere near as talented as you, and I have not put anywhere near the work into my abilities, and I'm releasing it, and I think it's going to be out by the end of May. I'm almost positive it will be. And um, other musicians are really nice to me about it. That's awesome. People who are definitely better than me. I've, like, reached out for advice. Everyone's, like, really nice. People who have made stuff. Like, I've reached out to people I know who have, like, self-published and made things. You know, like, how do you handle financials? And, like, how did you just... What are the logistics of this? And everyone's been, like, super generous. And I do think it's because once you go through the hellfire and weird vulnerability of making something, you're, like, less... I'm sure there are exceptions to this, but you're less likely to be a dick about it. Yeah. Totally. You're, like... uh, And it's more fun to be on team make stuff rather than team say what's wrong with it. Yeah, (laughs) totally. For sure. Airplane? 
Yeah, airplane. I left the window open. I shouldn't have done that. There's a girl <laughs> screaming outside. <laughs> Hope she's all right. Yeah. Hope she's fine. We'll assume. Uh, well, if she keeps screaming, we'll check on her eventually. Eventually. Yeah. Once we're done making stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're interrupting art. <laughs> Well, I think, uh, hey, that, that wraps us right into, like, what have we learned? That's a big thing we learned. Go yeah. make stuff. Right. <laughs> go, yeah. go make a thing. Stop criticizing people. We learned how to get Will on a podcast. <laughs> Write yeah. a short email. Short email. Short email. Show up. Give me a time. And, you know, yeah, have, a, have a good podcast <laughs> for him to be on, like this. Yeah. It's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did we learn anything else? I think you wrote something. Uh, I just wrote that uh, if you want to wish somebody a happy new year, you got to do it in January. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I think this is a hard fast rule. I love that thing I came up with. <laughs> you agree is, with yourself. The other thing we're now going to learn. Have a podcast so that your opinions can feel even more important <laughs> than they did when you were just criticizing things. Yeah. It's great. Um yeah, uh, Chris, you got uh, got anything else going on? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, uh, just some a quick rundown of, oh, uh, of this course. podcast Please. plugs. You can follow it on Instagram Please at do. How Do We Human. We got that handle. Uh, you can rate, review, subscribe, comment, all those things. Oh, hashtag go be number six. Yeah, or number seven if Will beats you to number That's six. True. <laughs> yeah, I might do it today. Yeah, <laughs> we got an eager bidder. <laughs> Um, in terms of uh, other things to plug, I do have uh, a new business, as Ooh. as we often do, uh, almost every week, it seems. It's odd how that works. Uh, you know, they say uh, that an apple a day keeps the doctor away, um, but there's only so much time in the day. Maybe you don't have time to eat an apple every day. Okay. So uh, my company has been um, genetically modifying apples to be the size of 365 apples oh. so if you just eat the one big <clears throat> apple it should carry you through oh, a year's smart. worth at of time. Uh, yeah okay. it's better if you eat it at once so you could space it out I, <laughs> i'm not telling you how to eat apples i'm just yeah. providing you the the uh the large one it's making me wonder how much how much of a giant apple could i eat in a day because apples yeah. aren't super filling how far could i go yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> i feel like I mean, a, a, an apple that was meant to last a year, I don't think I'd make a dent in it in one day. <laughs> Gnawing the side of it like an angry little worm. <laughs> I feel like I would get enough room to stick my head in. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably about as far as I would go. I, I would take the worm. I would try to be a worm <laughs> to this apple <laughs> and like just make a tunnel. <laughs> I think in genetically modifying these apples, if you can guarantee that every bite of it is going to taste as good as that first bite of an apple because it never does by the end of the apple it sure. started browning a little bit it starts to get a little mealy i mean we're we're really putting, a, we're putting a lot of chemicals in these apples oh, so I'm, sh- I'm sure we can make that happen all right uh i'm 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 backing this <laughs> okay great yeah. giant apples one we'll a year. send you a check <laughs> uh evan uh, huh? do you have anything you'd like to plug Oh, of course i've always got something going on i i personally I love crying in a movie. Not yeah. like watching someone in a movie cry, although that does make me cry. I love sad movies that make me cry. Yeah, you um, as the audience member like to cry. Are you criers? Are you movie criers? Yes, I yeah. Cry movies. yeah, absolutely. Okay. Not everyone likes that feeling. I like getting the emotion out because in life I'm dead serious about everything. <laughs> yeah, Stone Cold Killer. Stone Cold Killer. <laughs> um, but I realize there are a lot of people in the world that uh, do not like crying in movies so I've, I've come up with an app. I'm still using that Shazam technology 
that I've uh, oh right I've worked on copying to the, my best abilities, and it will it knows all of movies or it will uh, theoretically if I can figure out how to do that, and when it knows a sad part's coming out, it will emit a beep that is so loud that you won't be able to hear the dialogue. Mm. And then it goes away and you're back to normal. Huh. Yeah. It'll help people who don't like to cry in movies. Yeah. It's called the Weep Beep. Okay. Weep Beep. Yeah. Weep Good beep. name. Yeah. Find it in the App Store. Someday. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> it's a work in progress. I'll write you a check. Oh, hot damn. Uh, you got anything going on? Yeah, I do. What's your, what's your Feels opinion? dumb now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm part of a company that's breeding an apple. That's genetically modified to last 364 days. Damn. Which I guess oh, your price is right at me. Useless. Wow. I think of mine's not as good. Uh, Yours is one day better. So yeah. it doesn't, we're probably not going to do it now. That's true. Shoot. We've been trying to beat that 364 barrier. That's some kind of natural. I don't know how you guys did it. Once you get to 364 days, even a genetically modified apple tends to explode. Oh, shit. But uh, we haven't beaten it yet. A lot of accidents at the plant. Yeah, uh, yeah, pun intended. Um, Ooh. Yeah, we. Uh, <laughs> you looking for seed money for your apple? <laughs> oh, cutting me right to the core. Oh, I. Boy. Um, <laughs> and we've done it. Yep. <laughs> you get a thin skin, I guess, when it comes to your apple idea. Red delicious. I got that. <laughs> <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>